Welcome back to another episode of Let's Take This Online with me, Hassam El-Hajj. Today's going to be an interesting one. We're going to get into AI or artificial intelligence. I mean, AI has kind of blown up in over the last year with ChatGPT specifically, and then all these hundreds and hundreds of different AI tools that basically do everything for us these days. So when we're talking about AI, we're referring to the simulation of human intelligence by machines and computer systems, right? These processes include learning, acquisition information, using that information, and then obviously reasoning. We can see AI everywhere today. We can see it from personal use to business use, um, things like speech recognition, expert systems, machine vision, machine learning. We see it everywhere. Before we kind of get into it, let's go a little bit into the history. It's going to be a quick history, not a very detailed one. The history, I think, of AI is so rich in depth that it's going to take many episodes or many hours to get into. So we're going to do a very quick one. We know in like the tw- you know mid 20th century, uh, around World War Two, post uh, pre World War Two, we had people like Alan Turing. I mean, we've all seen that, that awesome movie with uh, Benedict Cumberbatch, where he plays Alan Turing, and basically creates this you know very primitive version of a computer, which later kind of laid the framework for computer. 1950s and 60s, we thought we saw also AI laying, the, you know, having the foundations of AI being led. We call this kind of the golden years. There was very early AI research. We had things like problem solving and symbolic methods brought through things like the logic theorist and general problem solver uh, AIs. 60s and 70s, we started shifting towards something called the micro world, where, you know, researchers were trying to focus on small, solvable problems through machine learning. 80s and 90s, again, with the, you know, advancement of technologies, and we see the computational power, you know, growing before, you know, before computers would take up rooms, and they start getting smaller and smaller by the 80s and 90s, and the availability of data, and this is where computer programs were kind of being put into place to be able to access and utilize that piece of data. Early 2000s, we we bring, you know, the big data comes through, you know, the algorithms come through. AI really starts to evolve. Amazon, Netflix, social media comes into play, and we'll kind of get into that a little bit later. And then we have today's you know AI, where very advanced. We have deep learning, neural networks, significant breakthroughs. These AI machines can solve things much faster than the supercomputers of today, and that's kind of where we are right now. We know that AI is not just for tech companies. It's not for science fiction movies, right? It's being used in our everyday life. Think about things as simple as Siri. Siri is an AI. When you ask Siri for the weather or the time or recommendations, you are asking an AI. When you talk to Alexa to play your favorite song or order order something on Amazon, that is a version of AI. These are virtual assistants that use, you know, a ver- basically our AIs to basically take the information through voice commands and then process it and you know give you back a feedback. Netflix, social media, Google, they all have algorithms. These are learning systems. These are machine learning algorithms. I mean, we talked in a previous episode about the Instagram algorithm, for example, and that is an AI. It's learning, it's, beha- it's changing its behavior, it's giving you what you wanna see based on the inputs you give it. It's tailoring your digital experience to your interests and preferences. This is all machine learning and algorithms and AIs, basically. ChatGPT, which are we, which is being used all the time, 
you know, teenagers are using it in school to write essays for them, advanced form of AI that's also learning and growing. I mean, think about your smart home systems, traffic systems, email filters that you kind of set the rules. These are all versions of AI. So in reality, AI is all around us. It's been around us for a while now, but it's kind of growing in terms of its significance in our life and starting to replace some you know tasks that we didn't want to do. For, for example, I used to have to, if I didn't want to do all the clipping of my own podcast on my own, I would have to hire like a podcast you know uh, producer. Now there's AI tools. I can give it a, a YouTube link and it will spit out 10, uh, 10 different pieces of content with, with captions. And, you know, I could use that for social media. Done. Free. Free to use with like some or $20 a month or something. Look at these AIs are, you know, being used in everywhere. Podcasting, writing essays, every, every part of our daily life. It's everywhere now. And, it's, and, and I think... As a, the current stage is kind of making our life easier, and obviously there's a lot of concerns about where it's going to get to. And I think the the morality of AI will become a very big issue down the line, but I don't think we're there yet. AI in business, we know that AI is also playing a very important role in business. Basically, opt, opt, uh, automating customer experience, automating decision-making processes, logistics, supply chains, all these AIs are playing major roles there which are helping companies streamline processes. And yes, in turn, people are losing their jobs because these jobs are not being replaced by AI. So there's also a negative part of AI in the business world as well. I mean, just social media platforms, you know, with, without AI, the algorithms won't be working properly, which wouldn't make you know, Meta, Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok as, as efficient. And, we, and the companies wouldn't be billion-dollar, trillion-dollar companies today. Even things like in analyzing market trends, fluctuations, assisting investors, helping wealth managers, all these people are using algorithm-driven AI systems to do financial planning. Again, these are a way to do that. We have predictive maintenance systems utilizing AI basically to, to foresee when equipment's going to fail, when there's going to be downtime. You have AI in warehouses. You see the Amazon warehouse, which is basically automated by machines, AIs and and, and automated machines that run the entire warehouse. And they're supervised by human, but the whole thing's basically run by, by these, these machines that are kind of learning and going as they want. Obviously, you know, AI and data is huge, and data-driven data decisions are, are being done fully by AI. I'm sure we've been re reading lately that, you know, was it a basic AI, you know, solve something that would take the supercomputers that we have 70 years, and it did it in like an hour. Again, evolving AIs, it's, it's, it's really crazy. Chatbots for customer service, another form of AI that have been really used for businesses. Before you'd have to have teams of, of, of customer service, now you can have a chatbot that mitigates your cost. Again, another way of you know, the utilize of AI. So we, we see that AI is being used heavily in our personal and business lives. Where are we going with it? Where are we going with it? There's a lot of debate about AI. One, people, there's a lot of people pro-AI because it makes uh, jobs easier. It drops, you know, mitigates cost on businesses. Like I said, on the other hand, people are losing jobs. You have a lot of people who are now losing jobs to AI. It's unless someone's in their 60s and lost their job to AI. There are, I don't, most people are not at the stage at, when they're 60s and 70s to now learn a whole new vertical or go into a whole new career path again. 
that is a major problem that we have to think about what are we going to do with these kind of people? When I was studying stuff in university 15 years ago, an AI can do for me, I never need to study it. So is that piece of information that I studied over a decade ago still useful today? Was there any point in me studying it when an AI can help me in a fraction of a second? How about in privacy and security? You know, we know that AI, things like your phone, facial recognition, for example. How about, how, how's, that, how's that information stored? How's it collected? Can it be hacked? Obviously, we, we hear about hacking all the time. So all these systems now that are gathering all this data to be utilized by AI, even the storing of it has become an issue that we have to be very, very wary of. So many laws and regulations that have been put into place. How about we think about Black Mirror style, right? AIs are evolving. What if they become sentient? What if they realize that humans are a problem for the earth and they take action? I mean, I know we talk about Terminator and Skynet and that movie Eagle Eye with Shia LaBeouf and all these kind of different kind of movies where basically AIs realize that humans are detrimental to earth and then they take violent actions to stop that. Are we going to reach that point? Are we going to reach that point where AI can create other AI or AIs can create machines to fight for it? I mean, I know this is very science fiction and a lot of people be like, it's silly, but if we continue down this path, that is the inevitable future. So a lot of people are thinking about that. People like Elon Musk, I know he's very controversial for some things, but he has been very, he's been a very outspoken proponent on limiting AI and limiting the progression of AI. In one Joe Rogan episode, he talks about how he warned them. He warned them about, the AI, about AI and they didn't listen. It was very ominous. Will humans be so caught up in the curiosity and their exploration, you know, instincts that they won't think about the negative backlash of, of future AI. You know, like in, in the movie, you know, Terminator, someone created like a robotic arm and then hundred, you know, decades, hundred years later, that, you know, that robotic arm resulted in Skynet and resulted in, you know, Terminators being created and these machines killing humans. So that little creation creates this butterfly effect. Will this be the same? Are we going to look back in time and tell ourselves, you know, these moments we created things like ChatGPT, that was the birth of, you know, human-ending machines. Again, this is all very speculative and, you know, a bit in the clouds, but these are questions I think we do need to ask ourselves and to put roadblocks in place so we never get to that point in time. We don't want to leave a world for our great-grandchildren that becomes fully controlled by AI, that we lose also the, the meaning of what it is to be human. I mean, there's a, there's a funny funny movie. It's a, it's a Pixar cartoon movie, Wally. I don't know if anyone's seen it, where basically we have ruined the earth, garbage everywhere, polluted the earth so much that humans had to be transported to the space station and everyone is gluttonous, they're living in an AI world, basically, where everything's controlled and automated. They're sitting in hovering seats because they're all obese and they get fed and everything's taken care of them. And this little machine, Wally, has to go and try to find some sense of life to bring the humans back. Is that where we're going to end to, end up at? Where we become so dependent on things like AI to do everything for us and we lose the very nature of being human? We forget the basic instincts of what it is to, you know, the hunter-gatherer, you know, 
instincts that we that we that we came from. We forget the human interaction we saw in COVID, where we all were very stuck on our phones, and and we see that with the younger generation, where they're socially different than we are, neither good or bad. I mean, they're just different. They're a lot more dependent on, you know, their tools more than we are, the millennial generation, my generation. So again. My personal opinion, I, I truly believe that AI is fantastic if used correctly. I think things like ChatGPT, these tools can be very useful. I think even a bit of progression with that could bring a lot more use. We definitely have to look at future jobs and people in positions that will be replaced by AI and help them get job security. Maybe we start them from, maybe we, we create a path for people in you know, kind of jobs, for example, like warehouse packing jobs and jobs that can be easy, that are going to be easily replaced with AIs, you know, basic logistics, supply chain, and those kind of, those kind of realms. But we start putting them on, you know, knowledge-based paths to basically find other careers once, you know, their careers become, they become redundant due to AI. I definitely believe we have to put some roadblocks in place to make sure that AI doesn't get to the stage of sentience and, will harm us humans in, in turn. Obviously, no one wants a iRobot kind of world where basically, you know, an AI becomes sentient and, and creates robots that fe feel and think and then end up killing humans. Uh, we don't want that, obviously. So again, we need, I believe we do need roadblocks. I think we have to be wary of the pace of technology and how fast we get to it. I mean, humans, have, I think, have a tendency of getting so excited about the discoveries we make, we don't think about the repercussions of them. So I think, again, we have to be wary and, and understand the ethical and the future forecasts of what we're doing. And that's my opinion on AI. It's, it's again, like I said, very interesting to be living in today's world and being, and being privy to what's happening and trying to, and understanding of what's going on and actually just seeing it, you know, hand in hand. I'll tell this to my grandkids one day of like, I was there the day ChatGPT was released, and probably by then something will be very advanced. And we, you know, it'll be interesting to see what they'll be working with. That's it, guys. A bit of a reflective podcast about AI. I'd love to hear your thoughts. Do you think it's good? Do you think it's bad? Are we doomed, or are we going to be on a path of growth and and prosperity because of it? I'd love to hear from you. This has been Let's Take This Online. I am Hassam El Haj, and we are out. Ryan, only what you think, huh? Wait, man, I've been itching just to set them straight. All you newcomers straight men and made. I've been in the kitchen.